Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So I'm coming in with this message, y'all. And um, this week has been a really trying week for me. Not even trying, you know, just an emotional week um, in terms of, you know, just having conversations with people who um, who are struggling and who are having a hard time, you know, with the healing journey. And not everybody is at the place, you know, where they can get to a place of understanding or making peace or coming to terms with what they have experienced. And I understand that. And healing takes time. Healing is an everyday process. And you have to, you have to, you have to be intentional about your healing. And sometimes, and I know it's not easy for a lot of people, You have to put on your superwoman cape. And you have to look yourself in the mirror and reflect on what you experience. And just get to a place where you can say, you know what? I'm going to make peace with this. I'm going to accept it for what it is. And learn the lesson and take it on the chin and just be glad and be happy that you are awakened. Your eyes are now open. You see things for what it is. And now you can move forward with your life. Because you don't understand and you don't realize how depressed, how miserable, how stressed out you were, how overwhelmed you were. You don't, you know, here's the thing, you know what it is that you're feeling. You know what it is that you're going through. But you don't want to face reality and you don't want to deal with it. And that's probably why you cannot bear the pain. Because you are running away from dealing with the situation at hand. And you have to understand that when you come out of these situations, right? This is why I stress the importance of being intentional about your healing and moving forward. And not that you care, not that you should care about what the narcissist in your life has said to you. I understand that what they did to you was wrong. It was painful. It was traumatizing. Um, It was uncalled for. And you feel like you uh, were put in a situation of being unjust. And I get it. Yes, all of that is valid. However, you have to heal. You have to heal. 
And here's why. Because you never needed the narcissist. The narcissist didn't bring anything into your life except for chaos and drama and problems, right? And because they live very double lives, right? And because they're very uh, vindictive and because they're demonic and because they literally like to control the narrative, they have told some disgusting lies about you. You know, they probably said that you are a horrible woman, that you were a cheater, that you were a liar, you were unkept, you didn't keep yourself together, you didn't take care of the kids. You, I mean, just all kind of horrible things that they told people about you. But again, if you were such a bad person, why didn't they leave? Hmm. Right? So here's the thing and why you have to heal. Because the narcissist has told so many stories and told so many lies and told so many um, just downright crazy shit about you. And... The reason why you have to heal is several reasons, but you have to heal because at some point people will start to see that the, that the narcissist, something's wrong with the narcissist. They go, people talk, people whisper, people chit chatter, people talk. And they will realize like, wait a minute, some time has passed and the narcissist is still talking about this particular person or that particular situation. If that person is such a bad person, if that person is no longer in your life, if that person, you and that person don't have any contacts or any dealings with each other, then why is that person still relevant? And that's because the narcissist hates you. And he, that he or she will continue to hate you because here's why you figured them out. You know who and what they are. You can call them on their bullshit. And because they no longer can control you or control the narrative. And because they know that you are doing better without them. That you are living your life. That you're thriving. You're happy. You're at peace. You have things going for you. You probably moved. You probably got a new job. You probably look better. Your skin is glowing. Your hair and your nails are on point. You know, you, you look healthy again. You, you, I mean, you got everything going for you. And it makes everybody say, hmm, what's wrong with this picture? Because since she left you or since he left you, he, he, everything has been going good for him. Everything, they look good. I, I, I seen them at the gym or I seen them at the club or I seen them out and about. And yeah, they, they good. Like, what, like, that's because the narcissist hates you because now, like I said, they have to stand on the lies and they have to stand on the stupidity that they will continue to make up shit about you. They will continue to drag your name through the mud and talk bad about you. And as they even see you move on and you're happy in your respective new relationship, in a healthy relationship, because you think for some people that, you know, because the narcissist projected all of this stuff on you, that something is wrong with you. And it ain't shit wrong with you. It's just that you allowed the wrong person in your life. You allowed the wrong person to fucking mind game you and, and manipulate you and to play, do all the crazy shit that they do. 
That's it. You, you, you just happen to be a victim or you just, I hate to use that word. Oh, that word makes me cringe. You just happen to be a person who got caught up in their crosshairs. That you got caught up in their web of lies and deceit and games and manipulation. You are literally just a target for them. Something to come in and to conquer and kill and destroy and move on. That is it. That is it. There's no love. There's, no, there's nothing there. Narcissists only come into your life literally to um, get what they can get. Take what they can take. Narcissists are takers. They're never givers. And if they give, it, trust me, it's in small spurts or small amounts. Um, breadcrumbs, as that's what they call it, breadcrumb. And you don't even realize that this person secretly hates you. Because you are everything that they are not. You are not codependent on them. You don't need them to survive. You think about it. You had a very good life prior to meeting the narcissist. And since you have this narcissist in your life, you realize that everything has gone to shit. Your health. And, you know, it didn't even occur to me... um, and I learned this, you know, after coming out of it. Um, and I'll probably do another podcast on that because I, I did say I was going to do a podcast on that. But I was having so many um, issues, you know, and I didn't even realize that I probably had UTIs. I, I, now, I was going to the doctor regularly. I even um, kept STD kits in my house because I knew something was off. I knew something was wrong. And... um it just got to a point where I started to develop fibroids and my menstrual was just chaotic and out of whack and everything was just going wrong with me. And I ended up having um, a hysterectomy. But when I think back on it, it was probably due to that damn narcissist that was in my life that was wrecking havoc on my body. And um, and this is one of the main reasons why. Um, and a part of me detaching from the narcissist, uh, you know, like in those moments where I was just praying and meditating, God literally spoke to me and was like, stop having sex with him. And when I stopped having sex with him, I'm telling you, that's when I saw the fucking demons. Like I saw the demons exiting out his body like they were running rampant. I mean, like he just morphed into somebody who I was just like, wow. And if anybody who has, like I said, you can only speak from this place, um, when you experience it and anybody who has experienced a narcissist to this level you know exactly what I'm talking about like you can just feel the the, the demons like he just went the black eyes I mean I saw like the devil horns like I saw the illumination around him like they are some demonic fucking people they hate you they hate everything about you because you are everything that they are not and once you become aware and they and you figure them out you have to detach from them in every way because it will when i say the wrath because those demonic spirits come down heavy on them and this is why they go into rages 
And this is why, you know, you have to be very careful because, like I've said, some narcissists will become physical. And you hear so many stories about, narciss- you know, men, quote unquote, and, and I'm just speaking in terms of this kind of situation because women are narcissists too. But you hear a lot of men get violent and they literally blank out and they have the cold crimes of passion, you know where they like they literally don't even realize what the hell they're doing and before you know it your ass is laying dead somewhere and, and he's like uh well I don't know well you know it wasn't me like I'm telling you you hear some crazy stories and it is true it is so true and this is why I do what I do when I bring awareness and I just speak and I just try to encourage women to be mindful be mindful, especially when you become aware and you realize who and what you're dealing with. You have to be um, careful about planning your exit strategy. And you have sometimes if you and I know it's not easy for everybody, but narcissists will stalk you. They will, you know, literally drive past your house. They would um, try to, you know, see where you're going and they will show up at your job they would try to go places that they know you frequent um they would like they do you hear the stories you hear the stories and not all narcissists quote-unquote are the same but you know the person that you're dealing with and perfect example you know I, I wasn't dealing with the narcissist and just so happened it was my birthday out of all days right it was my birthday, and um, my boyfriend had came over to, you know, after work and was going to take me and my daughter out to dinner, and we're leaving, and I happened to see his car. Now, where we used to, well, where we used to live together, quote-unquote, um, and I say that loosely, uh, you know, he had obviously had friends who lived in the area. So, just so happened, like I said, it's my birthday. He decides um, to be in the area for my birthday. So, the car was running. I didn't see him. And so, you know, we get in the car and we're ready to pull off. When I happened to look up, he was standing in the street talking to his friend's wife. So we're in the car. I didn't say anything. Um, we pull off. Well, we get about two and a half, maybe three blocks away from my house. Let me see. One, two. Yeah, about two and a half to three blocks away from my house at the time. And I have, and we're sitting at a red light. I happen to look over to my right. His car is next to mine. I said, well, what the hell? How did he get out the parking spot that fast to catch up to us? What did, what did he do, run the red lights? And so I guess he was trying to, you know, uh, I, I don't know what he was trying to do, and I really don't care. But we went one direction, and... Uh, once the light changed, you know, he, he looked like he was going to a little store in the area where he would always frequent. So, like, you know, we would go and, you know, get, like, our Caribbean stuff from and things like that. And he went into the little shopping area and, you know, we went where we were going. 
And I just shook my head and I asked my, my daughter was in the back seat at the time. And I said, well, I said, did you see your father? And she's like, no. I was like, okay, good. So I had said something to my boyfriend and he was like, oh, that was the guy that was standing in the street. And I said, yeah. So he was like, so he gave me this weird look. And I was like, okay, well, as long as he's not following us, I, I'm, I'm okay. Like, I, I don't really care. But it was just ironic that he would show up and be in the area on my birthday. Go figure. And and so, you know, it was just at a point where it was like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, we don't need no random uh, stop bys. We don't need no issues and things like that. So I, you know, took the necessary precautions and I moved. And I did what I had to do. Uh, we are currently in no contact and I'm going to stay in no contact. I don't care. Um, in no shape, form, anything, capacity. I don't want no dealings with him at all. And if I have to deal with him in any way or any capacity about our children, uh, it would have to be done through the courts. Because, um, you know, I have tried to reason with him in the past. I tried to have conversations with him in the past. I don't care how much time goes by. Uh, he is who he is, and I, and I know clearly who and what he is, and I just don't have time for that. I don't have patience for that. Uh, my life is peaceful now that I am no longer in any type of dealings with this narcissist. My kids are happy. We're in a good space, and I'm going to keep it that way. And, you know, you have to realize when you're dealing with a narcissist, they don't want to, they don't want to co-parent. They don't want to have healthy relationships. They don't want to have healthy uh, conversations. They don't want to uh, be in compliance. They try to wreak havoc on your life because they secretly hate you. And that's just what it is. Once you understand what a narcissist is and who and what they are, how they operate, the way they talk, the way they move, the way they, mm-mm, mm-mm. Listen, when I tell you, you have to put your bitch cape on and you have to get to a point where you, and, I'm, and I have to speak this way, you have to let them know, yes, I am the one that got away. Yes, you fuck with the wrong one. Yes, I am not going to allow you to fuck me over anymore. And yes, I'm going to do what I have to do with all full force to make sure you leave me the fuck alone. And that's it. And that is it. They will go and tell people how you're crazy, how you're the one that did this and you're the one. They will make up all kinds of crazy shit and tell people so that they can always be the victim. They will always be and play the victim in any story, any situation, at any given time because they are very fragile. They are. Listen, when I tell you they are so fragile, their egos are so weak. They are so broken and so bruised. They refuse, and I said this before, they refused to go and get any kind of help for whatever traumas they have, whatever addictions they have, whatever demonic forces and spirits. Some of them, they can't even be fixed with a goddamn exorcism, okay? Because they got a lot of shit with them. And if you knew all the stuff that they were doing, all the shit that they have buried in their closets, it, it makes a lot of sense why they are so goddamn chaotic. Because they are some dysfunctional creatures. 
like they're, they're not even human at this point because you have to understand they operate from such a low vibrational place that you, they are literally controlled by demonic spirits and demonic forces. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And it's a sad sight to see because in my case, you know, you can see where he gets it from. You know, he comes from a history of bloodline of narcissists. And he hates you as a woman because guess what? You know who and what he is. And because his mama was a weak bitch. And because you, and he hates his mama. I'm going to be clear. Narcissists hate their mama. And this is why they can never love a woman. Or respect any woman for that matter. They would treat women disgusting. Because they're reckless. All because they hate their mama for abandoning them. I'm telling you, it's a sick, it's a sick, sick thing to deal with. And so when you understand what a narcissist is and you understand who they are, you do what you have to do to move out the way peacefully, respectfully. You don't need an apology. They'll never give you one. You don't need closure. They'll never give you closure. You'll never get understanding because they'll never be able to explain shit to you. Like you have to be intentional. And it bothers me. You know, it bothers me because a lot of people ask me like how I was able to bounce back. And I said, for me, it was a no brainer. I said I had been through and dealt with enough and what I had, it was enough. And once I became aware of who and what I was dealing with and I understood that that person would never change, that person would not get better. And that's who that person is going to be for the rest of their life. I said, oh, hell no, I'm out. I am out. I didn't sign up for this shit. And this is why I said I've always felt like I was not living my life. I always felt like I was living somebody else's life. And I was. I was living his life. I was living a fucking nightmare. And once I woke up from that nightmare, I was like, oh, hell no. And I'm telling you. As painful as it was to come to terms because I was dealing with this person for over 20 years. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the shit he did to me for over 20 years? But I hold no malice in my heart. Because at the end of the day, he showed me over and over and over who he was, who and what he is and what he was. But for whatever reason, I because I was in that fog and I just couldn't put my finger on it at that time and it took me a long time so I hold myself accountable for that oh but hell no Mm -mm. so I I care less what the narcissist said about me this is why I'm unfazed I'm unamused unattached unbothered out the way I don't give a fuck I'm so I have to just speak this way because my life is good. I'm so blessed. I'm grateful. I wake up every day with a grateful heart. I thank God every day for opening my eyes. Because I know for some people it's hard for them to even get out of bed. Because they can't wrap their head around the shit. 
that they went through and the shit that they're experiencing because they allowed somebody to come into their life not knowing that this person was a fucking monster. It's sad that people like this exist. But when I tell you hurt people hurt people, and you have to know, they mean you no good. They have no good intentions for you or your life. They don't value you. They don't respect you. They don't love you. They don't want you. They need you. It's a difference. And once you get away from them, oh, they will hate you. They already hate you. But once you get away, they're trying to figure out how you got away. They're They're trying to figure out how What did they do wrong? They're trying to figure out what they did wrong and how they let you slip away. Oh, trust me and believe me. Because, you know, they're so used to manipulating people and conning people and lying to people and getting their way and getting things from people. They're trying to figure out how to perfect their shit for the next victim. If they can't get you back in their web, oh, they're trying to perfect their game so that, that, won't, that they won't let that shit happen again. And this is why a lot of the times um, when you leave the narcissist and you get away, they would turn around and try and give everything that they know that you were expecting, waiting for, hoping for, praying for, crying for, begging for, they'll turn around and give it to the next person. But they're not giving it from a genuine place. Understand that. So don't ever think that the narcissist is treating the new supply or the backup supply or the, you know, the supply that's now that they moved into your, because understand this, they always have somebody in a rotation. Right. So now if you are no longer a part of their, uh, they call it the fuel matrix. Once um, you are no longer a part of the equation. Right. And they kind of get a. They said, well, maybe I'm going to give us some time or and see if I can get them back. Or once they come realize that they cannot hoover you back into the bullshit, they'll move on to the next supply and move that supply quickly into your spot and now try to give her you know they love bomb and so they try to love they love bomb the new supply and now they want to flaunt the new supply and give the new supply all the things that they didn't give you and make it seem like oh you see I'm in a healthy relationship and oh I had to leave her and now you know and then here's the thing they will go and they will literally if they didn't marry you or if they're not married already because you know listen if they're not married already, they'll run and go marry the new supply and make it see. Because, you know, narcissists try to move. They quick, they quick, they quick. They got to, you know, quick, 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 because they can't keep up. And so they, they move the new supply real quick. And now they, you know, give them everything. And now they want to love that person and marry that person. And now they want to, you know, back like they're also head over heels and like they're happy to have you out of their life, which they're not. But they'll go and they'll marry this new supply uh, only to spite you. 
and to secure that 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 new supply won't go anywhere. You see, so narcissists. This is why you have to be careful. They'll trap you with babies, or baby. Um, so that way, you they'll have some type of ties to you, or they'll marry you because once you're married, like hello, <laughs> you legally <laughs> are trapped. You are legally trapped. And you can't go anywhere. And if you do try to go somewhere, they'll make it very hard for you. Uh, trust me when I say they'll make it very hard for you. They'll try to prolong the, the divorce. They'll try to prolong and drag shit out. And they would find all kind of ways not to, you know, let you go, quote unquote. You know, release you. Because, like I said, they're trying to figure out how they let you slip away. So, in their mind, because you're not talking to them, you are in no contact with them, you don't have any dealings with them, they're trying to figure out and rationalize, well, you know what, I didn't, I didn't marry her, so I'm going to marry this one, so this one can't get away. They do dumb shit. And this is why they're always in something. This is why the narcissist is always in something. And this is why you always feel like you're on a hamster wheel. Or a roller coaster ride because it's always something. As soon as you recover from one thing, here they go with something else. Boom. And so now you're back in the shitstorm again and you can never fully recover because they're always doing something. They are so restless. Those demonic spirits have them working overtime. You hear me? Overtime. But that's just the nature of it. That's what it's like dealing with a narcissist. So as painful and traumatic as it is, once you head over heart, head over heart, once you start using your head and you start thinking and you start seeing things for what it is and understanding and coming to your own peace, your own clarity, your own under, listen, be thankful be grateful enjoy your new life enjoy your peace enjoy your freedom when i say enjoy your god listen to me there's no time frame on healing and i get it but the longer you sit and you hold on to that shit, the, you are prolonging your forward movement. I cannot stress that enough. The longer you hold on and you sit and try to understand it. But here's the thing about the understanding. <sighs> you want to understand it. But you have to give yourself your own understanding because you cannot wrap your head around it. You'll never fully grasp the whole concept because here's the thing. And here's why. I'm going to give you a little secret. Here's why you're holding. Here's why you're confused. Put it this way. Here's why you're confused because you are really trying to understand why. Or how this person could lie 
could manipulate, could cry on the drop of a hat, could tell you how much they love you, how much they need you, how much they want you, how they can still sleep with you, how they can still interact with you every day. You are, you, you're still trying to figure those parts out. But once you understand that the narcissist is fake, and yes, that is painful because you're like, damn, wait a minute, I spent two years with this person. I spent five years with this person. I spent 15, 20 years with this person. They faked it the whole time. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. So once you realize that, and you come to terms with it, that's when you'll get to the point of understanding. Yes, it's painful. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's you, you, you can't get past it, but you have to. You have to move forward. And you just have to learn from all of that. And you need to set those clear and firm boundaries and don't allow that shit to ever happen again. Don't ever allow yourself to get back into another situation like that. And if you come across somebody who's exhibiting those red flags, trust and believe me, you should be well-versed, well-scripted. You should see the red flags a mile away. So those are your cues to not get involved or get entangled with another narcissist. Do you hear me? Do not allow yourself to become enmeshed with another narcissist. Because if you do, that means you have not learned the lesson. That narcissist came into your life to teach you a goddamn lesson. Learn the lesson. Be intentional about learning the lesson. And once you've learned the lesson, then you apply it to your life moving forward. And that's what gives you the strength. That's what gives you the motivation. That's what gives you the courage. That was, that's what gives you the drive. Do you understand? So, yeah, I, I get it. I, I get all of it. Trust me, I've been there. But the peace that I have now, the joy that I have now, the clarity and the understanding that I have now, oh shit. You can't tell me nothing. I wear, I wear that pain. I wear all of that shit like a badge of honor. You didn't listen. You did me a favor. That narcissist did me a goddamn favor. Because I would never overlook and deal with that shit ever again in my life. When I say I'll wear that shit like a badge of honor, <laughs> what? What? Can't nobody speak my truths better than me. And I do so unapologetically and I don't care. Who it offends? So yeah, the narcissist may hate me. Yeah, he could go to his grave hating me for all I care. I, I wish him well, though. I know his life will never be the same. <laughs> I wish him well, though. I wish him nothing but the best. And I wish everybody who gets enmeshed with him, I hope and I pray for them. Because he ain't an easy one to deal with.
between his lying, between his cheating, between all his addictions and his nasty ways and his demonic spirits, all of that. Listen, they can have all of him. When I say all of him, (laughs) he did me a favor. That's it. That is it. So I hope that you gained some understanding and some clarity and and just some motivation to just move forward in your healing journey. Just keep moving forward. Don't look back. Don't look back for a second. Until not even, you know, once you like I said, I reflect, you know, on a lot. But don't look back. Ain't nothing, what is there to go back to? What, what is there to think about it? What is there to go back to? Absolutely nothing. So, you can do it. You can do it. It can be done. Just keep moving forward. So, with that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.